Welcome back. Here we are. It's the Impact Church Podcast stepping into September. It is a real season of transition for everybody. I just want to encourage you and I want to bring to your attention. Listen, it's really good to put God first. So we're going to talk about how to put God first and how that can bring some real order and structure to your life where you can start to live to your full capacity. It's even better if you watch the video on YouTube. But hey, if you can only listen, listen up. Here we go. Put God first. All right, I'm going to go through some verses pretty quick. And uh, we're, we're getting ready to step into a new season as a church. We're going to step into two services. We're stepping into the fall. Listen to the Lord. Listen to the Lord. Whew, harvest is on the way. There's many, many souls going to be coming into the kingdom. And we got to get ready. We got to get ready. You're planted in this community because church is not our idea. It's not a man-made thing. It's God's bride. It's the institution. It's the eternal purpose of God. And God has placed you in the body of Christ here because he wants to use you. He wants to develop a community because, you know, church isn't something we do on Sunday. Church is us. It's who we are every day of the week. It's a community that loves and cares for each other all the time. You know, people are going to come. People are looking to belong. People are looking for community. They're tired of being alone. And God's going to bring a lot of people into this community in the next several months. And they're coming. Can you hear the feet? Can you hear the pitter-patter? I'm telling you, it's happening. So anyway, there's, there's uh, uh, people that had little mantras or had things they used to use, kind of like, this is my life. This is what frames my life. Had some funny little quippy phrases. Here's one for you. It's a YOLO. How many remember YOLO? YOLO. What's YOLO stand for? You only live. Oh, I thought it was a guy who played the flute or something. That's not YOLO? Who was that? You only live once. That's right. That's what's that for. It's kind of an updated version of carpe diem. What's carpe diem? Seize the day. That's me, man. I'm going to seize the day, carpe diem. Then back in the old days when I was around, it was keep on trucking. How do you remember the keep on trucking? Hey, man. These days, it's, uh, it's uh, what is the one they use now? Uh, rest or take it easy and do whatever. What's the one? What's the one? Sorry? Stay calm, that's it, stay calm, stay calm, and stay calm, and, and, and then they add stuff. But keep on trucking, that was good stuff, right? How many of you ever had a CB radio in your car? And... Really? God bless you, that's awesome. 10-4, good buddy. All right, keep on trucking, then one day at a time. One day at a time, sweet Jesus. That's all I'm asking of you. Lord, help me today. Help me to stay one day at a time. Why am I not on the worship team? Eh? How many wouldn't mind a little bit of country every once in a while? A little bit of country. Woo! Come on. Stop that over there. Stop that. Then there's one of my favorites, just win, baby, just win, baby, just win. I was a big Oakland Raiders fan when I was a kid back in the Kenny Stabler days and all this. But this is, you can see, if you see in there, it's Al Davis is there. Al Davis, he'd get on and they say, Al, what's going on? He goes, just win, baby, just win, baby. I love that, don't you? That was his phrase for life, just win. Yeah, remember Nike, just just do it. How many, uh, there's one of my favorite ones, put God first. Put God first. Amen. Put God first. And then here is my favorite one of all right here. <laughs> what is Jesus doing? What is Jesus? How many got this on your wrist already? Like, 
snap, ouch. You know, I think some, some guys have too big a wrists. You know, I'm not as big a bone as some people. God said, you want big bones or a big heart? I said, a big heart. <laughs> but you know, I'm wondering, I'm gonna do a couple tests because I don't know, they're kind of random and some of them are a bit bigger than others, some aren't, but we want you all to get one of these. We want you all to have one on your wrist because I want you, we're gonna step into a series next week called What Is Jesus Doing? And we're gonna use that series just to reach the lost. We're gonna, you're gonna, I'm sending you out into the community every day, wherever you are. I want this on your wrist. I want you to wake up in the morning the first thing you do is go, snap, and say, I'm ready. Say, let's go, God. I want to see your hand at work today, and I'm ready to be used by you to just bring the kingdom everywhere I go. Are you ready? Are you ready? Ouch. But we want you to be a part of something, a movement, something big. So we're changing it all right now to what is Jesus doing? You know what Jesus was doing that day? He was flipping hamburger patties for the kids' uh, outreach there. So that's what Jesus was doing. Amen. You know, sometimes it's not Jesus always preaching the lost. Sometimes Jesus is just serving people, loving people, baking a pie for somebody, doing something, helping somebody, open a door for someone, pay for a coffee. The person behind you, they were beeping the horn at you in the drive-thru because you weren't paying attention. You know what you do? You don't, you know, give them a finger or some silly thing like that. Don't do that. You, you, you say, hey, can I pay for the coffee of the guy behind me? I mean, what is Jesus doing? Jesus is loving. He's pouring out his life. He's doing stuff so we don't know. Matthew 3, oh, 3, Matthew 6, 33. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. People were talking about things. And he said, you know, God takes care of things. The heathen, the heathen, the heathen are always looking for things. But God, if you put him first in your life, if you seek him and, and his righteousness... It says that he's going to take care of all the things. How many here need things? Nobody needs things. Well, let's close in prayer. So, you know, things. I don't know. I was, the other day on the news, it said, it said half of the population of Canada right now is living paycheck to paycheck. Half of the population of Canada right now is living paycheck to paycheck. Like Rennie said, you know, if I, if I was living paycheck to paycheck, when an emergency popped up, I was busted. It says right now, if people had a $500 sudden expense, over half the people would not be able to handle it. They would be immediately in a crisis. I mean, that's rough. That's rough. But you know what? The word of God says, if you seek his kingdom and his righteousness, if you put God first in your life, he says, all these things will be added unto you. What God is saying is that if you'll trust me, just like I love what Rennie said, and I love what his mom said, if you heard it. His mom said, you just try, and if it doesn't work, I'll change my name. And Rennie said, I like my mom's name, so I tried. And you know what? God proved to Rennie. And I'll tell you, 600 people, it was not a little thing. It was at a five-star hotel, and it cost buco nero dollars for every single 600 people. And if I told you what it was per plate, you'd say, thank you, Jesus. Because Rennie took a step, and he went, oh, gosh. Every time he gave, Rennie's a giver. Every time he gave, he said, thank you, Father, for taking care of my word and honoring that. And I thank you, Father, you'll provide all my needs. And he did. And then I loved the thing Rennie said, and after I had money left over. Because you know what? He's not El Cheapo. He's El Shaddai, which means the God of plenty, the God of more than enough. How many want to live every day in more than enough? You know, I'm telling you, this verse is, is life-changing. This verse says that you can absolutely, totally rest, cast all your cares on him, and you can trust him. When you seek him and you put him first in your life, God will cover everything, no matter what's going on in the world, no matter what's going on in the economy, no matter what's happened with your job or any other thing, God promises, God promises that he will meet every one of your needs. Hey! 
I mean, did you see the show Aladdin? Did you see Aladdin? Anybody watch Aladdin? Remember Aladdin? You know, Aladdin found a lamp and he rubbed it and out popped a genie, you know? I mean, wouldn't it be great to be on the beach somewhere and kick the dirt and all of a sudden a, a, a lamp pops out? You go, I wonder if it's that kind of lamp and you give it a little rub and poof, out comes a genie. Wouldn't that be easy? And then I can ask whatever I want. All my needs will be met. Wouldn't that be so cool? This is way better than that. Are you kidding me? There's a lot of people, wouldn't that be great to get three wishes? Wow. Well, there was a little kid who found one of those and he rubbed it. And sure enough, a genie came out and he said, what would you like? And he says, you know, I would like to be rich. And he said, okay, done. What's your second wish, Rich? How many need me to explain that to them? Changed his name to Rich. <laughs> there was another guy who was working around the office and he was moving some boxes in a storage room and all of a sudden, boom, drops this lamp and it was a genie lamp. And he went, man, look at this lamp. So he gave it a rub and sure enough, a genie pops. I says, I'm going to give you three wishes, whatever you like. He says, I just want you to know because you found the lamp at the office, whatever you wish for, your boss gets twice as much. It was an office genie. So sure enough, he said, wow, I don't even like my boss. Ugh. But he said, you know what? Could I have a million dollars? Not a problem. Here's a million dollars, and your boss gets two. And he went, whew, okay. He says, you know what? I, I would like a home on its own island, a beautiful palatial you know, estate, just a beautiful thing. He says, there you go, and your boss just got two. And he said, mm, yeah. You know what? I'd like to donate one of my kidneys. <laughs> How many need me to explain that one to you? All right. Anyway, I'm telling you, God, God's way better than, you know, any magic show or, you know, winning the lottery or any of those things. Folks, you are way beyond any of that. God Almighty, who declares, let there be light, is the one who says, I've got you covered. You can say, Mom, I'll take care of the wedding. And you go, what did I say? And you know, when you trust God and say, Father, take care of this for me, and you honor him, I'm telling you, Oh, that's risky, Pastor. You're telling people to get out there. You know what? We live by faith, not by sight. You know, we got to live in a place where either we believe the Bible, every bit of it, or we don't. And we got to start trusting God. We got to live by faith. So seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things. All these things you can strive for. No, and all these things will be added unto you. Let me define his righteousness for you, because some people get all messed up with his righteousness. You got to seek his kingdom, but you got to do stuff right. His righteousness, his righteousness. You have entered into a realm where God is dealing with you based on Jesus' behavior and not your behavior. You've stepped into his righteousness, dressed in his righteousness alone. I boldly stand. I stand here before the throne. On Christ, the solid rock, I stand. He is my God, and I stand in his righteousness alone. So listen, you can and should pursue many things. You really should. You should pursue things, believe for things, hope for things, dream for things. You should, you should go after things. You should, you should want a nice home. You should want to see your children do well. You should want to have your children to pay for their education. You should want and you should desire all the very best things. You really should, but not first. Not first. You should desire all those things, but not first. Before any of those things, you should always put God first. You should desire your headache to go away. 
But don't go straight for the Advil. Go to God first. No matter what's going on, if you got a problem, put God first in every aspect of your life. See, a lot of times we don't put God first. We just go after and we try to meet our needs. We try to deal with our life. We try to handle everything around us without actually putting God first. When you put God first, do all the other stuff, but put God first. I love Rennie said, I didn't talk to God first. (laughs) I said, I've got it. Oh, God, help me. Isn't he a good God? Isn't he a good God? He's a good God. Seek everything, go for it, but God first. Proverbs 3, 5 and 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he'll make your path straight. Luke 14, 26, if you want to be my disciple, you must, by comparison, I had somebody call me, I bet a few people actually call me and ask me questions about this verse because he said, I thought God was a God of love, but I struggle with this. Why does he want me to hate my mother and my father? Why does he want me to hate my family? I mean, I mean, I just can't get past that. And I love this translation. It says, if you want to be my disciple, you must by comparison, because it's hyperbole. He's trying to bring to attention, put God first. Put him before in every single thing you do in comparison to every other issue of life. As far as the priority, let your priority be God in every aspect of your life. In comparison to every other relationship, your relationship with God, in comparison to your, your wife, your mom, your dad, your family, all that thing, your relationship to God in comparison every other relationship should be like I hate them you can see how that could be troubling for people but Jesus said if you're going to be my disciple you gotta make sure that I am a single priority in your life otherwise you cannot be my disciple wow strong stuff Mark 10 29 to 30 Jesus answered he said assuredly I say to you there's no one who has left houses or brothers or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or lands for my sake and the gospels because Peter said hey we we gave everything up to follow you I mean I gave up my business I pushed the boat away said here guys take it and I decided you're it I mean I, I left immediately I've been following you he says listen to me no one who has you know forsaken all those things for the sake of the gospel who shall not receive a hundredfold now in this time see serving God and making him the Lord of your life doesn't mean you're going to go into a miserable existence I love what Pastor Shell preached on last week God is fun he's fun he really is fun I mean being a believer doesn't mean you have some depleted miserable life it's narrow it's straight it's boring are you kidding me we're the funnest people around he said, now in this time, houses and brothers and sisters and mothers and children and lands with persecutions. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. With persecutions and in the age to come, you have eternal life. Philippians 3, Paul said this in verse 12 and 13. I press on that I may lay hold of that. I want to lay hold of that. I'm fixed on that. I know what God has called me for and that fills my vision. I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ has laid hold of me. But one thing I do, one thing I do, forgetting what's behind, I am reaching forward to those things which are ahead. I press toward the goal. I press towards that thing. I press for the prize. the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Paul had a singular focus for his life. God was filling his vision in everything he did. It didn't mean that there aren't other things and God doesn't want you to have other things. Seek other things, go after other things, but God first. Ask God, what do you want me to do? Should I join a small group? Listen, yes. As if that's your option. Join a small group. I want to grow in God. 
I want to I wanna relate to more people. I want to share my giftings and who I am with others. Join a small group. Sorry, was, I, was that loud out there? I told Dylan I might need a monitor here because I can't tell if I'm loud or not. Was that, am I loud? Was that too loud? Get over yourself. I just do that for the people who are sleeping. One thing I do, forgetting those things, I'm pressing on. Second Timothy 4, 6, 8, For I am already being poured out as a drink offering, and the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Paul, talking to Timothy later on at the end of his life, he's saying, you know what? I knew exactly what God called me to do, and I did exactly what he asked me to do. I finished. I've done it. I've covered every detail. Isn't it great to do that? Then he also wrote, you know what? It's time for me to go, but I'm wondering if I should stay. It's time for me to go. I could go now and be with the Lord, but I'm wondering if it wouldn't be more beneficial to you that I stay on for a few more years. How incredible is it to have such revelation and such authority over your life that Paul said, you know, Father, I might just hang out for a little while longer. How engaged was he in the purpose of God to know that I've met every appointment, I've covered every detail, I've fulfilled everything that you placed upon my life to do. I finished it. I did good. I've kept the faith. And there is with confidence a crown of righteousness with the Lord the righteous judge will give to me on that day. Psalm 27, 4, one thing I have asked of the Lord, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and inquire of his temple. We're having two services next week. One starts at 9 and one starts at 1045. How many are coming to both? Just a minute, I need Holy Spirit, just a little more conviction. A little more conviction. I'll dwell in the house of the Lord all the days. One thing I want. I am asking this seriously right now. You ready? We might need some scaffolding for the nine o'clock service. What is scaffolding? When you're building something, sometimes you need some scaffolding so that you can start putting up the walls. I am asking some of you, would you be scaffolding? I'm asking some of you, would you serve at one service and attend the other? Would you be scaffolding for the acceleration that's going to be on our kids' church? Would you be scaffolding for the acceleration that's going to be upon our usher teams and our greeting teams? Would you help us with next steps? Would you, would you consider you know what, Pastor, I'm going to come at 9, I'm going to take in the 9 o'clock service, then I'm going to be a greeter, I'm going to serve, I'm going to help in the second service. I might even go do kids' church. You know, kids' church is really what's happening in the church, the next generation. I'm babysitting all you folks right now. Because what's important, you know that most people give their hearts to Jesus before 9, and later on it's before 16. You know what's really going on? It's kids. You people, you're done. I'm just kind of entertaining you. If you really want to serve God, you should be in kids' church with Kelly. Can I get an amen? Okay, who said that? Who Get their names. <laughs> hey, one thing I will seek after. You put God first. Three things. You ready? Put God first by honoring him with your time, your talent, your treasure. Your time, your talent, your treasure. Ephesians 5.11, don't waste your time on useless work, mere busy work, and barren pursuits of darkness. Facebook. Sorry, did I say that out loud? Expose these things for the sham that they are. Wake up from your sleep, so watch your step. Use your head. Make the most out of every chance you get. First Peter 4.10, each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others. Say others. You didn't give it, get it so that you could enjoy it for yourself. Use it for others as a faithful steward of God's grace in its various forms. You've all got gifts and talents and abilities. God didn't give you those things so you could sit in a chair. He gave you those things so you could help serve. You could help get involved. You could help do things. Can I get an amen? 
I mean, that was Rennie's first time ever doing an offering teaching and speaking in public here. How many think you did a great job? Hey, you know, I, I texted him on, on Friday and I said, Randy, do an offering teaching for me. He said, oh, yes, pastor. I love that, don't you? you know, we, we need all of us. It takes all of us to, to make this happen together. So we've all got gifts and abilities. Come on, share them with others. Proverbs 3, 9 and 10. This was what Randy shared with, Randy shared with us. He said, honor the Lord with your capital and sufficiency from righteous labors and the first fruits of all your income. So... Why should I do that? So shall your storage places. How many have a storage place? How many have a bank account? Nobody has a bank account. Okay. So your bank accounts, they will be filled with plenty. How many have a vat? How many have a vat? How many, some winemakers in the church? It says your vats will be filled with overflowing wine. These are fantastic promises in the word of God. So please don't give to get. Don't, please don't give to God to get. Please. Please don't give to God to get. Don't give to God to get. But listen to me. Throw me the next slide up there. Throw me the next slide up there. Throw me the next slide up there. Oop, we got a nursery problem. One HLO. Please don't give to God to get. But know this, when you give to God, you get. Don't give to God to get. Don't let that be your motivation. I'm going to give so that God will help me out. That's, that's not what you give, but you know what givers get. Givers are blessed. Generous people prosper. People who refresh others will themselves be refreshed. If you give, he gets seed to the sower, and he gives so it will accelerate your seed for sowing. So when you're a sower, you're going to be blessed. Let the redeemed Lord say... Gotcha. Hey, that's good. Sewing is a big, big deal. So make sure you sew. Now, what I want to do is I just want to wrap up with this, okay? And if you guys can get a camera that's right up here real close, I want you to take a look at this. You see what this is right here? That's your life. This is your life. This, this is your life. All right? You know what happens with your life? You know what you do with your life? How many do some sleeping? How many know you sleep? Isn't it amazing that God has designed it? You actually go into a coma every day. You actually, you're right out of it for a while. How many sleep? Any sleepers here? Hey man, some of you people sleep. So we got to have some sleep in life, right? And then there's some people sleep a lot. <laughs> then there's some people who take naps. Amen. How many people eat? Anybody eat? We got to have time for eating. Thank you. Any eaters in the house? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So some people are eaters. You got to take time. There's time in your day where you stop to eat. And then there's me. You stop to eat. And then, then there's me. You continue to eat. And you eat. How many people you got a job? Who's got a job? Who needs a job? How many will not read the book of job because you thought it meant job? <laughs> I never read that. I said, Dad, it means job. I don't want a job. He said, that's not, it's Job. Oh, Job. Oh, okay. Anyway, so I got a job. Some people working. How many working? Two jobs. <sighs> working, just giving it. Hey, giving it up. How many come home and then you know, there's more jobs for you at home? <sighs> so life, wow. Just right there, boom, a lot of stuff. Let me see, what do we got here? I got, uh, I got F.A., family. How many got family? How many know you love being with your family? But how many know sometimes family, it's demanding. So 
Think we should put some family in our lives? Take some time for the family. All right, what do you got here? We got driving. How many drive? You're in the car driving back and forth to work. How many do some driving? How many wish you didn't have to do so much driving? You know what Madeline does for fun? She drives. Hey, give it up for Madeline. How many have seen Madeline just driving around town? That's a, what are you doing today, Madeline? I'm driving. But anyways, we got to drive. People drive. Stay some driving in your life. Boom, we got some driving. All right, what do we got here? We got uh, lawn. Yes, I do cut the lawn. Amen. So anyways, we got uh, this. Oh, cocoa. Cocoa takes up a lot of time. My wife promised me I wouldn't have to walk her or pick up her poop. But it's been happening. So cocoa takes time. Takes time having a dog, you know what I mean? Like, e, E, E. What would E be for? Oh, yeah, exercise. <laughs> I guess you should do that. All right, so, and then you got uh, D, D, V, D, D, V, D, D, V, D. Oh, dumb dog videos. <laughs> My wife is into. Huskies that talk right now. Every she says, "Look at this! I'm driving back from Peterborough last night," and she's like, "Oh, look at this dog video! Look at this husky!" I'm like, "Cheryl, like there's traffic here." Like who spends all that time researching dumb dog videos? But some people have to have that in their life, you know. How many makes that happen? How many doing some TikTok and hey, 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 hey? The Maple Leafs. Yes, sir, e. Bob, we got to have some of those in there for sure. Amen. I got another F. I don't know what that's for. Uh, friends. I could use a few friends. Amen. We need friends. Everybody needs friends. Amen. So I got N. Oh, clearly, Netflix. <laughs> got to have that, right? What series are you on right now? I'm in the middle of series. Okay. Somebody pretty serious about that. I got P.O.D., P.O.D., I love P.O.D., I love the band P.O.D., that's a few years ago, but I do, I still listen to P.O.D., but I listen to podcasts, actually I listen to podcasts a lot while I'm driving, or if I wake up in the middle of the night and I'm praying and it's not Jesus woke me up, it was the devil, I put on a podcast about Jesus, and so I went a podcast, boom, oh, look at that, hey, it's a happy face, happy face, my wife Cheryl, I got a lot of Cheryl in my life. Hey, I got kids, I got grandkids, I got kids, I got... Okay, then there's, uh, ooh, there's the T with the the dollar sign. I got treasure. Where your treasure is, that your heart will be also. So I want to make sure that, you know, I'm honoring God and... Then there's uh, time. I belong to a small group on purpose. I serve in the church. Whenever they have work days, I show up. I, uh, when there's you know, meetings, volunteers are looking for people to help with the new staging for new services and everything, I'm there because I want to yield my time to God. There's my talents. Oh, yeah. God. There's no room for God. Something's wrong with this. Look, let's, let's try this again. Can we try this again? Let's try this again, because that's not working. Let me try again. Can you say try again? How many think we should get God in our lives? 
Let's get God in our lives. Come on. Let's get God. How many say, come on. Let's pray. Pray right now. Let's pray together that we can fit God in our lives. All right. So stop eating. Stop sleeping. Stop working. (laughs) Where does God go? Where does my time go? God, I want to honor you with my time. I'm not going to waste my time. I'm going to make sure, Lord, I'm honoring you. I want to seek you first. That means my time. I'm going to talk to you about my time. I'm going to talk to you about my talent. It talks about my abilities and my giftings. I want to honor the body of Christ because you gifted me. You give me ability. I don't want to make sure I, I put that in there. Right here, treasure. My treasure. Father, I want to honor you first with my treasure. I want to do that. I, I don't want that to be something I can't do. I don't want it in my life. I live so to the extreme of my life. There's no margins. I never have enough. I want to make sure, God, I put that ahead of it. And you know what? I still, I still want friends. I still want dumb dog videos. I still want Coco. Of course I want Coco. I do want driving. want to drive. I, I want a bit of Netflix, you know, like the uh, podcast. Yes. Uh, lawn. Yeah, I'll do lawn. I'll do lawn. All right. Family. I got family. I got uh, I the Maple Leafs. Yes to the Maple Leafs. Yes. Yes. Uh, let's leave them out. Come on. That's, no, it's going in. It's going in. It's going. Say yes to the kids. Say yes to my wife. Absolutely yes to... Let's leave that one out, though. Exercise, come on. Are you kidding me? Who's got time for that? Right? Okay, going to throw that in. All right. Sorry to the caretakers. So, lost, I lost a little sleep over that one. I lost a little sleep over that one. See how much better life is when you put God first? And you think that's full now? We can still say, Father, let a full dose of the Holy Ghost 
Just let a fresh touch of the Holy Spirit be upon me now. Thank you, Jesus. Walking with the Holy Spirit, led by the Spirit, walking with you every day. And you thought it was full, didn't you? You thought, how many thought it was full? Yeah. Here it is. Oh, thank you, Father, for the anointing. Ooh, you know, I'm still not full. There's still more room. There's still more room. I did all of that. Might seem like nonsense, but I did all of that to say, folks, if if you are having a hard time packing everything in your world, it's because you're not putting God first. Because you know, if you seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, all these things will be added unto you. You won't be unsatisfied. You won't be frustrated. You won't be thinking what I could have done, what I could have been, blah, blah, blah. But you know, when you put God first, bam, that's a complete life. It really is. And we're stepping into a season together. And I mean, I got to do it too. You know, I'm saying, Lord, I really want to put you first right now. I want to, I want to really separate myself to what's really important and what's of real value. And in every aspect of life, I want to put you first. That doesn't mean every other part of life is going to be dull or boring. I tell you, it's going to put a fresh zap in everything you do. And you're going to have an amazing experience with God. Because when you seek Him first, all the stuff, every blessing, it'll all come to you and more besides. All right.